May 12, 1997. Chicago Hope is the king of Monday nights. Bob Saget hosts his final episode of America's Funniest Home Videos in the NBA playoffs. Cost WCW an hour. This is the Federation Podcast. I'm Tyler Fudge. And I'm Travis Fudge. And we're joined by none other than the basement dweller, Todd Fudge. Fucking Todd, Todd Fudge. Fudge. <laughs> Mom would be so proud to see all of her boys working together again. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, we still keep you at a distance. But, uh, you know, it's nice to keep in touch. <laughs> I'm on Skype from the basement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Nice to Meet You with uh, the Fudge Brothers here. Yeah, yeah nice <laughs> to meet you. <laughs> yeah, that well, was the other our, day I had this bratwurst, let me tell you. Oh, man. You know, I, I took some, some chicken and I put it in with some shake and bake last night. Oh, buddy. Nice to meet you. I like eggs. <laughs> <laughs> eggs used to be ma- meat, though, you know? No, it's what comes before meat. But well, what whatever. Comes it turns into egg. meat. It turns into well, meat. Yeah, but, I mean, you're not just going to get a dozen eggs and you're going to, like, put them under heat and hash them. Yeah, I like, bet you there's a way. Like, do you, do you think you'd save money by buying a, a crate of eggs and then you all you hatched all of them and you raised those chickens and then eventually you slaughtered said chickens and then you'd have a ton of chicken? For the value of a dozen eggs. Not to mention the feed, the cost of building a pen, you know, maybe getting diseases from the dirty chickens. <laughs> you know, all that aside, yeah. I'm just here to talk about Ultimo Dragon. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> TV champion Ultimo Dragon. Oh, uh, and anyways, yeah. anyways, this is episode, you know, it doesn't have a number. It's Federation on Shuffle, WCW Nitro, number 87. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at the Federation. You can follow Travis on Twitter. Fudging up three three three. You can follow Todd on. Just kidding. Todd doesn't have the internet. Uh, <laughs> but you can follow Jim on Twitter at Suplex City Limit. There you go. There you go. You can follow us on Facebook, the Federation Podcast, and on Instagram at the same thing. And uh, not to forget, music by Mitchell, which is on Woolridge Audio on SoundCloud. Finally remembered. He's got it. Finally remembered. So Jim, mm. since you're here, yes. Uh, what was, uh, what was your favorite? Were you a fan of Chicago Hope? You're a little older than me and Travis, so, like, you could have been prime Chicago Hope demographic. <laughs> Is that a hospital show? I've never watched it. I, I think th- it's a hospital show, yeah? I think so. It might... I thought it was, like, It might like be firefighters, honestly. I'm not 100% sure. Could be cops. Oh, yeah. No. Never, never, never watched it. it. Never watched it. Do you remember anything about the 1997 <laughs> NBA playoffs? Do you remember who won? I don't even offhand. Uh, no, I didn't. Well, I mean, was that uh, Jordan era Bulls? Yeah. Yes, it was Jordan era Bulls, and the Bulls did yeah. win. Uh, and I tried vehemently to find out what the game was on TNT that night that caused Nitro to only be an hour, and I couldn't find out for the life of me. Uh, it was either Miami and New York or L.A. Lakers and Utah Jazz. One of the two. One of the two would yeah. end up being the, the game. It seems embarrassing to have your show cut down to an hour for an NBA game, but you could have your show canceled entirely for a dog show. You could. (laughs) Thursday, raw Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's true. Uh, But... I brought up Chicago Hope for for you know you know my own selfish reasons and you know just because I got these notes written. Uh, It got a fifteen point four rating that night on Monday, Uh, but 
This shows you how little competition there is on Monday. That came number 14 on the top 20 list with ER doing 24, Seinfeld doing 29, and Friends doing 23. Never do numbers like that anymore. Holy shit. <laughs> no, nothing. Nothing does numbers like that. There's TV shows that would beg and plead to get a 15. But I think like Modern Family does what, like a 11 or something? Like that? I don't know. Can't remember. I'm not actually. I'm just talking in my ass, honestly. Not gonna lie. Doesn't the Super Bowl still do like an outrageous number, like a forty or something like that? I'm sure it does, but it's the Super Bowl. It's yeah. one day a year. <laughs> Whatever. Most people are there to watch commercials, anyways. I mean, you got two Super Bowls now for the XFL. You do. You do. Shit. Yeah, Dude, I've you... been watching the XFL. I'm a fan. You've you've stayed. You've kept up on it. I mean, I kept up on it. I what I really mean is on Saturdays and Sundays they have games, so I'll get baked out, and then in the afternoon I'll fall asleep watching one. <laughs> so I, I consider myself a fan. Fandom. That's all it takes. Yeah. I could never get into yeah. football, and especially when you watch Reggie White take on Mongo Whew. for Slamboree, mm. and I, mm. I don't know after that fucking well, Reggie I White mean, and those. Yeah. Weird ass clotheslines and shit like that. I'd say it's a good reason he stick stuck to football because promos aren't his deal either. No, oh. no, no. There's one on this show, oh, doggy. Uh, but compare that to Nitro, which did a three point two, which was also beaten by the likes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Good Behavior, and Sparks. So. Mondays, Nitro, Nitro's got nothing. Look at the grand scheme of thing. Wrestling doesn't have that big of a share hold or whatever. You know, like it does. Like it, what WF would end up doing, like a five, five point eight at one point in time. Yeah, and then fives, which was after this, then yeah, 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 it's yeah. In like ninety nine, right? ninety nine, yeah. yeah. So yeah, there you go. That's an elongated intro. You know, there's three people here, so. I'll be elongated. And, well, rumor has it Todd Fudge is the most well endowed member of the Fudge family. So, <laughs> it's usually how that works. Right? <laughs> yeah, the, the, the half retarded one in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got the dick bigger than both of us combined. It's ridiculous. <laughs> How'd you know? He just sits in the middle of the floor, man, just beating it all goddamn day. He doesn't care who comes by. Mom comes out to do oh, the yeah. laundry, he's just beating off looking at her. What do you do? You've been locked. <laughs> You've locked in the basement your entire life being fed moldy pancakes under the door. Why would you be wearing anything on your underwear? Uh, the sexiest thing you've ever seen was Aunt Jemima on the fucking corn syrup bottle. I mean, dude, mom only takes me out to hose me off every once in a while, so I get chafed and shit if I wear if I wear anything on my undercarriage. You don't fuck with chafing, that's for sure. <laughs> the stupidest episode of the Federation ever. <laughs> well. Oh, fucking hell. But anyways, we might as well get into some of the news. Uh, there's not usually a lot of news on the Federation on Shuffle, but there was a couple pieces of news I don't think I could put into the Nitro or the uh, Slamboree episode, so here we go. On the April 25th episode of Howard Stern, the radio show, a caller calls in from New Jersey claiming to be an independent area pro wrestler. And he goes on about his career and then talks about how he's fantasized about being a serial killer and bragged about, among other things, past beatings of prostitutes by either punching them or pounding them out with body shots and also using baseball bats, leaving them in agony. Has to be Jimmy hard Snooker? body 
our body Harrison Jimmy Snooker. Good answers, boys. Good answers, but no. No, it is not. Now, I'm going to give you some hints to see if you can uh, pick this up along the way. Now, do I think you will? No. But well, I'm you going... say Howard Stern, I immediately think of uh, of Vince Russo. <laughs> no? no it's, not not Vince Vince Russo? it's not Vince Russo. That would it's not Vic Venom. It's not Vic Venom. That's what he's going by right now is Vic Venom. <clears throat> uh, but he claimed the biggest match of his career would have been against Jason Knight. Now, you remember who Jason Knight was. ECW? ECW, yeah. yeah. Basically a beefier Buff Bagwell. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh. You're trying to think of the group he was in? No. Um, the dude that got arrested from old school ECW, like, just recently. What, Big Dick Dudley? No. 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 Oh. I can't remember his name. I can't. He's been Jason. He's Jason Knight. That's the only thing he's ever... Oh, you're thinking of... The guy. Who did... No. 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 Uh, okay. Let's see. His next big match dun, was... It? Dun, dun. <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> okay, so he said the next big match was a tag team match against a team called NC-17 Fans Bring Their Own Weapons match. Does that bring you any more information? Not even close. Not even close? He also claimed to be friends with Cactus Jack, who he referred to as Mike, and said that they had met while hanging out in hotels in Philadelphia. Still any idea? No. No? <laughs> uh, it would turn out to be a promoter for Jersey All Pro Wrestling, Frank Adivia. Uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right. Um, he, uh, he also wrestled as Adorable Anthony. Uh, he says this was all a publicity stunt. But, I mean, that sounds like what I'd say if somebody caught me. So I don't know. That either... I mean, that could be like one of the greatest works in wrestling history. Then <laughs> it could be. It I mean, like be. if that's completely a, a wrestling thing, like you got in on there, and you sold this whole thing and for wrestling, that's pretty awesome, dude. Yeah. Hey, unless you're a piece of shit, then fuck you. I yeah, guess, but... yeah. Unless you're a piece of shit and you actually did that stuff. I wish we had that clarification. <laughs> right. Right. Maybe I... you'll have it next week for us. I no, I searched his name after, and it came up with nothing scandalous that I could find. Maybe he tried to do the Pillman shtick, and it just really went a little too far and you know <laughs> maybe went maybe. for complete shock maybe, maybe he's a loose cannon himself right who knows who knows you gotta go you gotta go pretty far to get on howard stern in that era yeah yeah, yeah you don't have to just at this point isn't it what's that like this is like when he first started getting really popular isn't it it's, i don't know really he's he's much. definitely popular that's for sure uh yeah. I, I don't know how long he's been popular uh, but, I mean, at this point in time, you didn't have to ride a Sibian to get on him. That's that's for sure. You had to do more than that. So, yeah. yeah. There you go. There's a live debate plan for Nitro for this episode that we are watching here. It would have been Roddy Piper debating Kevin Nash on whether Roddy Piper's generation didn't ruin the business for Kevin Nash's generation. I wonder how that would have went. That sounds like three kinds of fuck, man. <laughs> God. Now, now, Jim, Jim, if, if 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 one kind of fuck is you know like, tell me what's the three de- degrees of fuck? I don't know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. It's on the fly, I have no <laughs> idea what I'm saying anymore. <clears throat> Eric Bischoff 
also did a speech on this episode of Nitro before the crowd or before the the, the show started uh, because Kevin Sullivan, as of uh, the, this week, was taking a break from being the Booker, four to eight weeks to be exact. Now, Jim, you haven't been watching this along. But by Jesus Christ, is it time to get Kevin Sullivan out of that book and chair? Because after Starcade, it has just been abysmal. Yeah, it's pretty shit at this time. I watched this stuff live, but I don't, you know, it's hard to remember it all. Well, I mean, Jesus Christ, it was 20 years ago, damn near. Yeah, yeah my it house was a Nitro house. 25. 25 years, no, 23 years ago. Your house was a Nitro house? And you're not even south, eh? That's weird. No, I grew up on WCW, but I actually remember watching the Mick, the that'll put asses in seats thing and being like, yeah, yeah, no shit, Tony. <laughs> Not flipping <laughs> over. <laughs> oh, you're a true, true WCW, eh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fucking A. Fucking A. That, that deserves, that deserves an applause. That's for goddamn well, sure. <laughs> you did everything you could on that one. Well, you know. We might as well get into this. You know, this episode is only it's only an hour episode of Nitro, so like, there's not really much to even talk about the matches. Aside from one match, the rest of the matches can go eat shit. I thought it was a glitch on the network when I first saw that. Yeah, well, the next week is like it as well. Oh, really? Yeah, or the week before one of the two. So, something like that. Uh, but Travis, long telecast. <laughs> like uh, like I said, this is WCW Monday Nitro n- number eighty seven. Uh, it's from Baltimore, Maryland, USA, from the Baltimore Arena, and it did 8,058 people there. Now, I'm going to throw it over to Jim. Usually oh, I throw it over to Travis for a, uh, a pay-per-view buy rate, but I'm going to ask Jim, how much do you think the live gate was if there was 8,058 people there? Um... I, I mean, maybe maybe tickets average fifteen dollars. But what was the you, total they made? Don't make me do math. This <laughs> my show, motherfucker. You do what it tells you. So eight thousand people. <laughs> I don't know. Let's go a hundred thousand dollars. You know, one hundred and thirty-two thousand. A hundred thousand is actually what they made on merch. Mm. So it's a fairly profitable show here. Even though their merch sucked. Oh, and their whole merchandising business was pretty shitty. Three quarters WCW t-shirts were a picture of the full, full picture of the person and block letters of their name behind them. I'm sure the only shirts that sold were the NWO shirts and probably a, D, a few DDP shirts anyway. Uh, you know, there was really no other shirts that they had. They didn't have but, Sting Crow shirts? Sure they did. They, well, oh, they, yeah. Uh, I suppose, yeah. But what was that Sting shirt, though? I think um, it was just Sting on the shirt. Fair enough. Yeah. Dang. They're still better than current WWE t-shirts. Well, that, yeah, well, I mean, it's not hard, though. (laughs) Say it. (laughs) I wonder how many people bought, like, that that slew of, like, 30 NXT t-shirts that came out. I wonder, is there a t-shirt there that has not sold one yet? No. Jordan Miles. Jordan Miles, yeah. I don't think that one got released. (laughs) A lot of those shirts, dude. You look at those shirts. Nobody bought some of those. I'm a, I'm sure that's true. 1997 me, though, I was probably rocking an NWO shirt. I definitely had the white and the red later on NWO shirt. And I wore those fuckers around hard. 
I, I had uh, an NWO shirt that was kind of like steel. Like, it didn't look like the regular NWO. It was like a brick of steel that was the NWO thing. And then I had a Wolfpack t-shirt that was like NWO red in a small crest. And then, like, everybody's faces. Like, I remember that one. Yeah, almost like fucking uh, uh, Queen style. I'm pretty sure mine were knockoffs, actually. Oh, they really? weren't official WCW merchandise. No, because at that time, you would you get wrestling, fake wrestling shit, NWO especially, everywhere. You know, and everywhere you would go, everything would be like something at WO with that logo. Oh, yeah. It wasn't so much in Newfoundland or in Canada. I don't know what the rest of Canada was like, but, I mean, the, the WCW merch was pretty slim picking aside from, like, toys. You can get the toys... And you could get uh, T-shirts, but very seldom T-shirts. Like I remember seeing, like, you had a Goldberg one. Yeah, I had a Goldberg backpack. I was like five. That's right, dude. <laughs> you did have a Goldberg backpack. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuck. That's great. That's great. Wrestling merch. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. I don't. I think that's it though for WCW merch that I ever had. Really? Just a couple shirts, yeah, probably. Yeah, aside from like the... I mean, the, I don't think Newfoundland was a hotbed for WCW in no, general. No, Didn't the TV show come on at a weird time in Canada? 1 a, well, like I remember having to record at 1 a.m. on Tuesday nights. Yeah. But I don't know if I was just stupid or not. or. <laughs> <laughs> uh, jury's out on that one. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah you, you're, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Uh, but just to break down what happened on the Nitros leading up to this, just so that we all kind of know where the fuck we are, because WCW doesn't know half the time. Uh, April 7th was the post-Spring Stampede episode, where uh, this is following NWO having to regroup after almost falling apart. And this is when Ultimo Dragon wins the TV title. Flair also tries to recruit Piper into the Four Horsemen. On the 14th, Mean Gene confuses all of the women's division and every fan at home in the States and in Japan when he announces that Alundra Blaze is now the WCW Women's Champion after beating Akira Hokuto in Japan, which didn't happen, and neither uh, Hokuto or Blaze was told beforehand. Blaze was in that interview with Mean Gene when he announced it. The look of puzzlement on her face was astonishing. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's fantastic, guys. They didn't even have a fucking women's division. No, they got they got Alundra Blaze and Kira Hokuto, and Bull Nakano showed up once. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's about it. Well, now they got Luna for Sean. They got Luna and Jackie. Mm. Yeah, well, I don't think you'd see them in many matches. We get uh, footage from uh, Hulk Hogan film McKinsey's Island. Uh... Uh, Nagato or Nagata makes his WCW debut. Uh, That's awesome. It is awesome. Yeah, uh, Regal in a promo would then claim that he's plowing the Duchess of York, and uh, the NWO would cut a promo on how the old cats chewed up the business and spit it out, leaving nothing for the next generation. So yeah, you know, beautiful stuff. The twenty eighth, Regal and Benoit have a match where ben, uh, Regal immediately gets busted open, and they shoot it from afar. Just like they do in WCW back in the day, because TNT couldn't have blood. Good question. They, you know, NWO here acting as if they are the next generation, but they're not really. They're, they're already old. Yeah, they're led by. Oh, uh, they're Hulk already Hogan. the previous generation. Yeah, yeah. There's Hulk Hogan, there's Macho Man. Now, 
mind you, uh, Nash and Hall would only start in the late 80s, I believe, and wouldn't come to prominence until like 94, 95. Yeah, Scott but Hall I... wrestled in fucking AWA, man. <laughs> fair enough, man. I'm fucking up. <laughs> Shawn Michaels wrestled there. That's fair. Yeah, but Nash they... didn't. But I mean, Nash is fucking old too. That dude wrestled a long time. I don't know. I just feel like they're not the next generation. You know, you're well, no. Guerrero, you're Malenko. Those are the you know Rey Mysterio. That's the next generation. I agree. So it's funny when they pose it as if they are. You know. Yeah, because the, like the the big notable notable ones is Macho Man and Hogan though, and like. Vincent, right? like that's, those are like Ted DiBiase was Ted there. DiBiase was there. Yeah, no, there's 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 nothing young about, about it. What new guys did they really make with that? Conan, youngest, maybe the youngest guy yeah. in the NWO right now is six, and he's he's not even that young at this point. No, how yeah. Buff? Oh yeah, Buff Buff is in there. He's probably the youngest. Yeah. I would say if there's anybody that they half-ass made, it'd be Conan, and a distant second probably be Buff. Yeah. But, you know, neither one of them were big prominence, really. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. There you go. Uh, and then uh, May 5th, there was a, a bunch of matches that all went less than a minute. And the main event didn't actually happen because Luger was injured and DDP then got attacked by Hogan from behind. So, now that you're all caught up, let's get into this motherfucking show here. You know, might as well. It's really odd. I'm not used to doing this show with three people. I don't really know what I'm doing. Not a fucking clue. Just <laughs> so you're aware. Uh, Suplex City Limits is fine. I'll just sit back and just relax. And This one, I'm just full bore, man. Just go, go, go. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. It's all anyways. good. It's all good. Chill out, Tyler. Chill anyways, out. Anyways, the show opens with Bruce Buffer. Oddly. What a Michael weird open. My, same shit. No, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's not. <laughs> Michael Buffer's way better than Bruce Buffer. The Buffer himself. Getting his, what, 250K or some shit? Depending on the match, uh, Buffer, we would typically earn between 25,000 and 100,000 every time he utters those those words. But on extremely rare occasions, he has been paid a million dollars a show. (laughs) So... Yeah, it's fucking amazing, dude. And the fact that WCW paid him anywhere close to how does he negotiate th- those prices in, being in, in H- that far of a price range? HBO boxing, I guess. It depends on the the eyes on the product, and I guess how much money you can bring. To, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, am, I'm, I'm, am I the only one? Whenever you hear "Let's Get Ready to Rumble," you hear you immediately hear. Not me. I was never a fan of that movie, Mortal Kombat. That's what you're talking about, right? Mortal no. Kombat. No, no, the y'all ready for this? It's like every oh fucking, the hockey song. The I hockey mean song. basketball, yeah, whatever. No, I, I mean I, it, every hockey game I ever went to as a kid played that song at least once. Right at the beginning, because it's the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> the let's get ready to rumble, and then the bell, and then that. Like every independent, shitty basketball, hockey, all of them they use that shit. Yeah, I mean, you know. Just, Takes a lot of creativity, Jim, to do what we do. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you get fucking hit in the head with a shoulder every every game, like a hockey player, and you think you could think straight. Come on, fuck Jim. All right, I'm trying to do my best Bret Hart impression, but it's not working. It's out. Bullshit, it's bullshit. 
Uh, but yeah, no, the fact that Buffer got paid for this is crazy, especially to think that Macho Man interrupts him. Yeah. And, and just, like, just to think of this show is an hour. Macho Man goes out there and just says he's healed and they slap DDP so hard he had to use his crutches and he challenges DDP and he's fucking out of there as quick as he can. Yeah. It was like, wow. It was, it was, it was awesome. But it's like, you couldn't think of something else. Like instead of just, it's just so abrupt. Everything, it just, everything on this show just seemed like, Hey, okay, we're in, we're out, we're in, we're out. It's a weird sound. I'm not used to that sound coming. (laughs) Kind of sound like I was beating off here in the corner. Uh, But yeah, I don't know. Uh, Do you have any uh, fond memories of this weird macho madness shirt that he's wearing? Uh, Not really, but no. I thought this match was on the show. So I was like, oh, okay, that's later. I wasn't really paying that much attention. And I was like, all right, cool. Well, that'll happen later. And then it didn't. I was like, oh. (laughs) Fucking Mongo. The last match had fucking Ice Train. (laughs) (laughs) And Alex Wright. Yeah, it was very let down. (laughs) Yeah, what a lackluster main event. Alex Wright has been on a Nitro in fucking weeks. And he just shows up to main event. Yeah, yeah. Just, just, you know. Hey man, that's what you get. Uh, but here, the best match of the night, albeit it's not the longest match, it's not the greatest match, but hey, it's fucking Ultimo Dragon and Humanito Guerrero. Yeah, this is, it was good. It's the only good thing on here, really. Well, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, you know, Jim, I'm, I wish you could have watched with us the endless Regal Prince oh, IKEA fuck. matches. <laughs> I saw. I was like, he won it for Prince Iakea. Like, oh boy, yeah, what a what a uh, illustrious name to be. That was probably the only bad Ultimo Dragon match because I've never seen Prince Iakea even have a good match with someone like Rey Mysterio or, or Steve Regal. Regal. Yeah, like, it's all clumsy, really bad. Yeah, it is. It is. There is no there. If you search best Prince Iakea match, it'll come up with zero to go. <laughs> it'll come up with four hundred four error. Exactly. This this match though it starts off blistering fast, just like boom, boom, boom. Ultimo Dragon is just hitting hit after hit, and then I really enjoyed Hoovy getting put into like this reverse rack attack. Oh, yeah. I thought that was fucking dope. Just like the head scissors right into it, it was so fluid. Yeah, the so bow seamless. and arrow type yeah. deal going on on oh, the shoulders. It was absolutely fantastic, and that's I mean that's Ultimo Dragon, right? Do you have any? You see Sonny, uh, Sonny, I don't know, inventing the selfie on this as well during his entrance. Inventing the selfie and the black mask kick. Yes. Oh, yeah. There yeah. you go. Not a bad one either from Sonny Ono, if I might add, at the end of this match. Um, well, do you have, anybody else have any fond memories of, of this match here? <laughs> <laughs> what what about that that Regal? I guess William Regal, Stephen Regal, whatever the fuck he is at this point. Stephen that Regal inset was kind of uh-huh. like I don't know. They're all all Jim. The word of advice: the all the insets are bad. They're all just <laughs> awkward. Rey Mysterio has the worst oh, ones. Oh man! Holy shit! Oh, they're bad. Nobody should have ever given him a mic at this point in time ever. Oh. Yeah. Spring break. Woo. <laughs> It's oh, also weird that these guys are in a television title match, and I was like, "Who's the cruiserweight champion?" Well, it's six. It turns out, 
Every cruiserweight is every champion. Uh, the four mid-card titles, or the three mid-card titles, they all revolve around the same people, and they all kind of exchange it. Like, Dean Malenko's yeah. the U.S. champion right now, but he was the cruiserweight champion, yeah. like, four months ago. And, you know, Ray was the TV champion for a while, and then he goes for the cruiserweight title. There's a lot of... A lot of going on there. That's for sure. There's, there's, there's and then they've got like on. Ice Train and Craig Pittman and all that kind of shit. And they just have random mid card matches, but no one ever goes for a time. Like they got Scott Norton in the NWO. Yeah, he could just be doing a US nothing. champion. Scott Norton hasn't done nothing in months. Not like ever since his uh, blood feud with Ice Train. Yeah, ever since yeah he beats up Ice Train at Hogwild yeah, and he hasn't been match. seen since. What a goddamn horrible match that was. Holy fuck! I'm a giant. Giant Scott Norton, Mark. I just want to point that out. Me too. Big fan yeah. of Scott Norton, but fuck, man, that match is bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ice Train is terrible. We'll <laughs> He's got a great song, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. Anyways, Dragon, he would end up hitting a uh, spinning Hurricane Rana from the top rope. He hooks him into a Dragon Sleeper, and he gets to win on Hoobie. He is still the television champion. Now, Jim, WCW, did they ever... Like at the, when the TV title, you know, at this point in time, did they, they have matches for the TV title on pay per views? Like, have we seen one? Is it Ooh. a thing, or is it just a TV match? I think they've had TV title matches on the pay per view. Yeah, fair enough. I feel like they have, but they have it on every episode. I think television titles are great, and a lot of companies fuck up by not having one. Yeah, I, Impact tried. <laughs> They turn oh they you know the legends title, the global title. They turn that into the TV title. Well, it was the I think it was the global title, and then it turned into the legends title, then it turned into the TV title, and then I'm pretty sure for like a hot second it turned into that Impact Grand Championship title. Oh, with the weird put, match style, hey? Yeah, yeah. You put in a great worker, and then every week you have you know you have him defended on the show in a multi-segment match and a younger guy that he can fucking show shit to, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. You know, it's, um, not to, not to like sound like a loser here, but, uh, <laughs> kind, kind of akin to like, you know, John Cena's open challenge kind of deal, you know, that kind of deal, have a decent match that goes a couple segments, preferably with somebody better than John Cena. I don't think that ever got anybody over though, but I, I like the idea of it. Yeah. I think but it did, did that... a lot. If if Sami Zayn didn't get injured in his match, I think it would have gotten. Well, him Kevin Owens won. Kevin the first Owens, night yeah, but yeah. it was just for that month that he seemed like he was really popular, and then they yeah, ruined that. Yeah, uh, this would uh, bring us to Mean Gene, who is in the ring, and he's joined by Ric Flair, Roddy Piper, and Kevin Green. Uh, Kevin Green uh, says that he is undefeated in Charlotte. And uh, he tops it off uh, with a little, little nugget of audio snippets here. <laughs> and three in Charlotte Slamboree, I am going to break my foot off in your ass. I'm coming hard. I'm coming heavy. Kevin Green, baby, Kevin Green. <laughs> you just had to throw it in there. I had to. I, I had, had to. to. He sounded like he was getting pretty erect there talking <laughs> about breaking his foot off of somebody's ass. You know, before he left last year uh, on Nitro, he said he was going to come back Mongo hunting. He was going to kill Mongo. That's right. He was going to kill Mongo. And here he Mongo is, not... is. He's in another feud with another football yeah. player. 
Just, just you know, causing trouble left and right on the football <laughs> field. Just, just a absolute asshole. Yeah. Can't believe it. Can't believe it. Talking shit about the people of fucking Green Bay. Anyways, Ric Flair, he then uh, takes over. He literally says zero things of importance. Typical Flair promo at this point in time. It was still great, though. It's still great, but it's still just like you go to listen to it. It's it's like listening to, uh, let's say, let, let me go right up your alley, Jim. It's like listening to if if you, pop punk and punk. It's like if you're going into this, hoping you're going to hear punk, you're going to be a little bit disappointed if you hear pop punk. Sure, it's trying to be punk, but it's not quite it. Yeah, well, let's say it was some great promo, but compared to Kevin Green, it was like, <laughs> thank God he's off the fucking mic. Oh, yeah, And no, Pipe, it's, Piper it's cuts good. a really weird one about how he's a dinosaur. Like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Every Piper promo in the past six months. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a dinosaur. That's all. That's right. And now, just in case, just so that we are all on the same page, that's the intro. So the listeners, too. Have heard that, and they, I, they should appreciate it. Fuck, right? Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you. Anyways, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, the NWO they interrupt. Uh, Six then says that he's going to fuck Flair's wife while he's on the road, and then uh, Nash Which wife that, was this at? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Rick like Rick would give a shit. Yeah, Rick didn't give a fuck. <laughs> Rick was fucking Six's wife too. I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure Six doesn't have a wife, but whatever. China. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, later. Yeah. Uh, Nash then says he's going to wipe the floor with them at Slamberini and announces that the match is a no DQ match. So yeah, because uh, NWO has all the pull, right? Because they would only do this match if they got 75 percent of the gate. Yeah. Fuck it, right? Uh, the yeah. uh, the screen I watched on was bigger than the screen that was hanging up in the corner of that fucking building. <laughs> 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 I thought the camera's like, where is it? Oh, it's over here. It like zooms forever. Like, holy uh, shit. Oh, yeah. Nitro didn't have the big screen. I, I would imagine WWF was the first person to have such a big screen in the Titan Tron. Yeah, probably. It reminds so. me of um, when they did the Lion's Den match at um, the, the first one at SummerSlam between Owen oh, and yeah. Ken Shamrock. And they fucking wheeled out like a 21-inch tube TV for the front row crowd to watch the match. <laughs> Good luck seeing it, guys. Oh, gotta love the WWE. Always think about the fans first, right? Uh, this brings us to Dean Malenko and, and Jim. Jim, this match, all you. Tell me. <laughs> Tell me, what was your experience of watching a Mongo match? Because I just want to... I, I just want to just give the heads up here. Uh, before this, me and Travis recorded the Patreon exclusive, which is Bret Hart on The Simpsons. And uh, just as we were finishing, it was literally like seven oh, like six fifty eight. I'm looking at my phone. I see Jim text was like, "Hey, still, still, blah blah blah, right?" Hello. <laughs> and then I answer back and just like, "Oh, thank God, I didn't want to watch a manga match for nothing." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, uh, he's he is the fucking worst man. I, he, he popped up on pay per view take two a bunch of times, and he's just the worst. Even in this match, just watching him is just embarrassing. But Bischoff's <laughs> a big mark for him, you know, big like Chicago Bears mark. So 
like somebody had to really love him because like this. Yeah, it was yeah, it was Bischoff. Yeah, it was really bad. It was also a really bad timing uh, time to smoke a bowl, but hey, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Says something when you can't have a good match with Demolinko. <coughs> really though, you, you're blowing those hits in the vent, right? <laughs> they come down to me. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got you still got the garden hose, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just so bad with Dean Malenko of all people. Just terrible, like terrible ref bump. Like the crowd didn't give a shit until Reggie White came out, which blows my goddamn mind. Get, <laughs> Fuck, <get> a, Reggie <laughs> White. You got a bigger, uh, you got a bigger pop than Sting did. I think partially because the crowd didn't know it was if it was really Sting. You know, they're like, "Is that actually?" But it was, and they like totally <laughs> fucked up the pop. Did, did the NWO get a second sting, I wonder? Well, you're so used to seeing a fake sting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I get you. Oh. I get you. Uh, but no, uh, the ad, the insult to injury, too, is just you add Jeff Jarrett to this fucking combination. Oh, yeah. my God, man. What a... This is, this is the definition of a cuck storyline, for sure. Like, Jarrett, Deborah, Like, for sure, Mongo is just sitting in a hotel room, just like, feverishly tickling his balls while watching Jarrett and Deborah just go to town. Because, I mean, he would steal her and bring her to uh, WWF, right? So, who knows, right? Deborah, just, she gets the ref in just in time to count Mongo out. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> Why would you, you're the worst second of all time. She, like, rolls the ref in to count the three on her guy, and then she just throws her hands up. She's like, well, fuck. Okay. <laughs> You notice that everybody <laughs> has managers, dude. Everybody. Fuck, Harlem Heat had two for a while. Yeah, Robert, Rob Parker and Sherry. Yeah, until Sherry stealed them from the slave owner. Like, holy fuck, it was fantastic. It was weird. Like every time you'd see, it was like you're wasting two managers on one group. Like, what the fuck are you doing, guys? Like, Christ, dude, it's it's bizarre. I mean, like how many people. Made a living just walking out with people doing little promos. What a f- you were fucking living the life if you were one of those characters. <coughs> well, yeah. fucking Rob Parker can be, you know, like a this his character at one point, and then he can be the manager for the amazing French Canadians, and he can say things like "Sim Sim Salabim." <laughs> 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 He'll say that's French. <laughs> That's right, because he's doing the amazing French Canadians yeah. now, right? Yeah. Oh man, Dude, that shit is great. Though. <laughs> it is. I I really like Rob Parker. I think when Rob Parker is highlighted in the right way, Rob Parker is really good. Like that shit he was doing with. Aside from the match, the shit he was doing with Alondra Blaze, whatever Medusa. That that was pretty entertaining. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was he still in MLW? I had seen him randomly like managing so. some dudes in MLW. I think so, actually. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, still still pulling still pulling those towns, man. Still pulling those towns. But like you said, Reggie White, he comes running to the <laughs> ring. He fucking gives the worst. Like only Reggie White can give a clothesline worse than Mongo McMichael does. He then hits a big splash. Terrible. Takes, Terrible, just dick right into the belly button of Mongo. And then he gets up and motherfucker thinks he's Bob Backlund. Starts dancing around, like doing the bam bam jump. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, 
you're a cool football player. Act like you're fucking cool. Act like you scored a touchdown before. Fuck Reggie White. Fuck. He's as old at this point, too. Yeah, I don't know. Just a weird football thing. Yeah, this is weird. Definitely was Kevin weird. Green. Like Reggie White was a legendary player. Kevin Green was just kind of like a dude who... I don't know, man. As a football fan, all I can really think of him was he was on the Steelers, which, fuck the Steelers. Go Browns. Um, our rivals. And he was just, I think he became popular just because of his look. Just because he was like this long-haired, fucking bearded guy who was big, and that was like his whole deal. That's fair. Yeah, just He's just a, yeah, just wants to wrestle. I guess. But I will say, like, the little bit I've seen of Kevin Green, I think, I think he's better than Mongo and Reggie White. Yeah, he probably is. I think so. Wrestling-wise? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he, all he does is clotheslines and, yeah, and tackles. Yeah, and that's well, it. I mean, all Mongo does is a fucking tackle. tackle Every Mongo match, she takes out the knee with a tackle. Every fucking one, man. Mm. It never fails. And he fucks up it, some kind of move. He hits the wrong rope in this. And then he hits the one <laughs> rope and then the other and goes over and hits the other rope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking idiot. Oh, man, what a dummy. Uh, either way, either way, uh, Malenko would then hit a forward roll after the, the dick to belly by Reggie and uh, would get the win over a hurting Mongo. So, yeah, there's that, that match. We talked about that match longer than that match even existed. Easily, easily. I mean, if this this is your show, so I'm like, if this was our show, I'd be like trying to keep you moving. <laughs> yeah, but this see, this show is more about finding out the shit that was in there. All right, we purposely go out to, most of the time to find the garbage in wrestling. So it is what it is. It is what it is. Mean Gene, though, he's with Reggie White, and he tries to do a promo. And I say try because I'm going to make everybody listen to it, including Travis and Jim. For uh, for the what the second time, so here's Reggie White. You've seen what these people are capable of. Jeff Jarrett in there, and certainly the young lady in that very attractive skirt dress is uh, going to try to distract you. That may be what you're going to be faced with this coming Sunday in Charlotte. I'm sure they'll do it, but I'm telling you, Green Bay and Chicago has been playing together against each other for years. It's the best rivalry in the game. But this Sunday, we will continue to see that Green Bay will always be better than the Chicago Bears. All right, uh, there is a little... It goes so against every pro wrestling promo. They're in Baltimore. He's pleading for the Green Bay fans. Oh, it just makes no fucking sense. It's the stupidest what fucking the, thing in the world. What are the first two words he says? I hadn't... It didn't even sound... <laughs> I didn't get the first two words at all. Like I don't know. Uh, oh, you gotta get him and Ahmed Johnson in on a promo. <laughs> oh yeah. What the two I for? Promo punch. Oh man, that hurt my throat. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, hurt thy throat. I can't remember what the first two words were. Jim, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know there's a couple of words in that promo that is very illegible or in L, in L, in L, whatever. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know what word I'm trying to say. You are extra baked on this. Extra baked. Crispy. 
But yeah. Anyways, guys. Now that we've added another Tyler fucks up thing to the list of fuck ups on the end of the year clip show. <laughs> I hope you guys are happy. You know who is happy? Lee Marshall. Lee fucking Marshall. Because he's enjoying the nitro party of a fucking lifetime in Asheville, North Carolina. More like Asheville, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Jim laughed. Good. Yes, I was thinking nobody would laugh, but Jim laughed. Good. So I'm glad. More at the attempt, you know? <laughs> Not really at the concept of the show. <sighs> I didn't expect to get anything. I was hoping to get crickets, honestly. Oh, But... Marshall, he's getting blasted on the Blue Ridge Parkway, Park, Parkway, and uh, he's on his way to the world's biggest house, 250 rooms. Lee Marshall, too, also, if you haven't noticed, over the last few weeks has been very mean to Bobby Heenan. He's been mean to Bobby Heenan for months. Has it been months? Has it been that he's, long? Fair enough. Yeah, every, every time that he does the road report... He pipes in a weasel joke or something like that, but, you know, it's not very great, if you know what I mean. Oh, boy. <laughs> Tony the fucking tiger, here we go. Uh, uh, yeah. no, Do you feel I, like you have listeners young enough that you have to explain what a collect phone call is? I mean, it's possible. It's possible. But I live yeah. in, like, ignorance and shit. So I just assume people just know. Just like Jim Cornette assumes everybody knows what a rotary phone is. Yeah. There you go. So those those kinds of things. But yeah, I get it. Anyways, I don't know where we are. Oh yeah, Lee Marshall. American males. American males. The debut of Wrath. Yes. (laughs) Yes, the debut of Wrath. And I like how immediately when he takes his hood off, just Adam Bomb fucking chance just rained through the crowd, and it was fucking tremendous. What oh. else could you possibly expect to happen? <laughs> right, though? Like, at least cover him up like Mortis. You know, put some kind of mask on him or something. Yeah. It's bizarre. Because you, you can't, you, you can rebrand guys, but that blatantly was like, come on, man. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it, it's pretty bad. Uh, how about uh, Vandenberg? He's awesome, dude. He is. He is. Uh, he, like, if you look at side-by-side pictures of him, like, ten years ago and theirs, it'd be very hard to pick out that that's the same person. He's too clean-cut in the 90s. It's before Satanism and after Satanism. Well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> before, <laughs> I, I, before eyebrow gel, after eyebrow gel. Yeah. I love this group, man. I, I love this whole this whole angle with the blood runs cold shit, I guess you want to call it that. Well, like... It, I don't, the blood run, fun. the blood runs cold. Angle it, it. If it would have started when, like, maybe say five weeks after the blood runs cold videos played, it would have been great. Rather than months, 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 and months later is when they started doing this angle, and it's crazy. Yeah, uh, I don't know what the hell caused it to be so, so pushed away. The glacier was pretty cold for quite a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, millennia. <laughs> Look at those dad jokes! Oh <sighs> fuck! I've heard, I hear he's um, dangerously reducing in size every single year. 
Oh, oh fuck it. Is that because of spines deteriorating? Or? <laughs> it could be both. No, I, I get it could the be both. joke of being be an asshole. <laughs> anyways, guys. Anyways, uh, who do you think lost this match? Of course, Scotty Riggs lost this match via American male, American male. <laughs> the state, like the fact that they haven't given this guy like some kind of Turner backdrop music and have him oh, stop using this. Just, just got to wait for Raven. Nevermore, man. Nevermore. Give him his eye patch. He'll be uh, over the moon in popularity. Oh yeah, that's how it goes, right? Is, does it happen in the ring, like the kayfabe reason as to why he wears the eye I patch? I have no idea, Is there actually. a reason? Jim, is there a reason why? Uh, Raven's, Raven's flock did something to him. They hit him with a cane in the eye, or they fucking... They did it to him. Oh, okay. Okay, fair enough. And then he joined them. Now, okay, the what about Kidman? Did Raven get Kidman hooked on smack? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know who got him hooked <laughs> Next week on... When the uh, maybe world when turns. Luis Piccoli rushed through WCW, he just I mean, got it's true. It's true. On it. It's true. I mean, he would rush through too, hey? I think he's there right now, grave. isn't he? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. He's still in ECW at this point. It's though. like a cheesy joke battle. <laughs> <laughs> Jim's like, what the fuck did I sign up for? Uh, but either way. Uh, Glacier's music hits after the match and I thought that was the dopest fucking visual Glacier just stood with his one eye white Roman Reigns like and then just snow falling in the background I was like oh fuck yeah dude I'm in I am yeah, fucking then, in and then you come back from commercial and like on to something else yeah on to the main event actually of Hugh Morris and Conan taking on Das Wunderkind and Ice Train the weirdest incarnation of the Dungeon of Doom. Is it really is. G-Funk Conan and fucking full-on weird-ass yeah, yeah, humor. The, yeah, the, uh, With the, Jimmy Hart. It's, that's the connection, huh? Jim, Jimmy Hart, baby. Uh, what is the connection between Conan and Humor? They're in the Dungeon of Doom. Yeah. yeah this, oh, my God. Th- really? This is like the very end of the Dungeon of Doom. Did he heal Jimmy Hart or what? Yeah. I assume so. He's not very heel-ish. Kevin Sullivan does most of the heel work, but he's not there now. So I assume this is what causes the end of the Dungeon of Doom, is Kevin Sullivan going away for four to eight weeks. I don't know if he even comes back. Jesus. Well, there you go. (laughs) Spoiler alert, the Dungeon of Doom break up at Slambury. There you go. Fuck yeah! Look at me guessing shit. There you go. Is this Alex Wright's heel turn, though? That's kind of historic. (laughs) (laughs) Historic. Yeah, this is uh, this is the turn that he took on his way to becoming Berlin. Now that was way after this. I will say, I know, I know. I'm just saying this is the heel turn that led to that because like he would become Ber, he would be heel, he would turn heel, he would stay heel for the rest of his tenure in WCW, wouldn't he? Probably, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. But I will go on record. I would say I really like Berlin a lot more than Alex Wright. I was a fan of Berlin. Not going to lie. I kind of like Alex Wright, especially when he's a heel. When he just does that cocky-ass stupid dance. Like he just There's... He's so punchable, dude. He's so fucking punchable. He is. He is. He just looks like a shithead. You are, you are right. They need to let him talk more with that fucking German accent. Just being <laughs> a cocky little twink-looking motherfucker. I, 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 I do. I did like how... 
every time. You know, he just played the shit eaten heel so well where every time somebody was down, he'd gladly take the take the the tag. But as soon as somebody would stand up, it's like, oh, oh, I'm off. Nope. Yeah. Like even even when Ice Train's getting beaten down in the ring, like they got Alex Wright just walking around outside, just like, hey guys, let me dance. How shitty is Ice Train though? Man, oh. Ice Train is he's definitely. Uh, he, I can say he's definitely a train of ice. That's for sure. That's for sure. I don't mm. know where I was going with that, but he's... where's his indie comeback? <sighs> is he alive? Is Train? I'm ice train? pretty sure he yeah. is. Yeah. I was thinking, where's fucking Doss Wonder Kid's indie comeback? I would be all in for that. Yeah, still I've never, I've never heard of, I've never heard of him since WCW. Really, I bet mm. you he's like a real estate agent right now or something like that. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. possible. Alex Wright. There's a picture of him at the Performance Center. That's weird. Now I'm on a deep dive, guys. I'm gone forever now. Uh, retired. Well, he went. He retired, and 2009 started his own wrestling promotion called New European Championship Wrestling. So yeah, fair mm. enough. Uh, one little thing on this that just bothers me: WCW seems to do it a lot. I noticed on over the years of pay per view take two, but when they have guys standing on the fucking hard cam side to tag in, where they're top and bottom of the screen instead of left and right. <laughs> I don't understand that. Why does that? A, why would that ever be a thing? It just drives me fucking crazy. Yeah, it does stick out like a sore thumb. A lot of times you'll find Ming. You just watch a Ming's back all goddamn match on her camera. Yeah, like what's the? Why would you do that? Stand on the side. Yeah, no. I, I yeah. There's a lot of things too about this period in wrestling where it's like, why would you do that? And I think it's just they just I don't know. It's not something they probably thought about at this point in time. They haven't been doing yeah. this live TV long enough. Just brushed over details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the end of this match was really, really bad, with like Conan and Ice Train and stuff. Just the weird, like <laughs> nobody seemed like nobody knew what was going on. Yeah, it, it seemed to end in a in a flurry. Really, it's just all of a sudden it's just over, and Conan and 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 Hugh Morris just stand around. Conan looks mad. I mean, he always looks upset, but. Well, they've been teasing dissension anyway lately, and I don't know, it, there's even a weird part here where Hugh teases a no laughing matter, and then he just doesn't even do it, and then Conan wins the match with the Tequila Sunrise. Yeah, 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 I think that, yeah, that is how the match ends. Maybe they got, maybe they got cut on time or something like that. Like Wouldn't track. surprise me, you know, with this one hour show. Yeah. Wouldn't really surprise me at all. Does uh, anyone do that currently? That submission, I fucking, I like how it looks. I, I do too, but I feel like there's probably a lot of, I don't know, nowadays in wrestling, you, all the guys could probably do, take a Tequila Sunrise. Yeah. It is a good looking move. I, I haven't seen anybody do it, actually, other than Conan, really. He also he also did that sweet rolling, rolling clothesline. Yeah, I yeah. like the rolling clothesline. Yeah, what did he call that? I can't remember. can't remember either. Yeah, uh, those... No one does those moves. I like them. And it's weird, too, of all the things that you'd think people would be doing. You know, Conan is everywhere now, especially Lucha Underground. During Lucha Underground, you'd assume people would be doing Conan's moves, but nope. That is a negatory, sir. 
But getting back at this show here, uh, they recap DDP getting injured by the NWO. Then, uh, you know, they, they do what they do. And uh, the cameras quickly run back to find the Wolfpack leaving Piper's locker room with bandanas around her faces as Piper laid grasping his artificial hip. Yeah. I think oh. that's how you throw that's how you throw the shit happening backstage. It is, yeah, it was good. Um it's very actually the last raw we did had the same thing happening just with Owen Hart and Bulldog. Only they went the more comedic route. Yeah, yeah. But this one looked more real. You know, you had these guys trying to cover their faces even though they're wearing NWO shirts. One guy's seven foot fucking tall. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You're still pepper, got fucking a... hippie hair. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Six there yelling, go fuck Flair's wife. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Oh, I wonder who those three are. Yeah, yeah. They, they seem like the nice, nice kids. <laughs> Must be the horseman. <laughs> He's a bitch. Uh, either way, here's the, we get the true main event here with Eric Bischoff coming to a ring who's scheduled to have a face-to-face interview with Sting. And now I'm sure anybody with half a brain knew exactly where this was going. Yep. Yep. This is not the right Jeff Farmer as we learn, but... Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Still going with it. Uh, obviously, it's fake Sting. Jim... When I was a kid, I don't remember. I remember Fake Sting coming around, but I didn't remember him being a part of the show for like a year, a full year. Oh, he, he was around, yeah. Was like, well, he also fuck, worked man. in Japan, so. Yeah, as NWO Japan, which I don't think has, has started any time. Uh, I don't think they've started the NWO Japan at this point in time. Maybe they have with Chono, because Chono is a part of the NWO. Yeah, and he's that never shit on was TV. Awesome. Yeah, Chono was Chono was great the couple times he's been there. I do believe the uh, the turn of Muda happens soon though, where he turns uh, heel and goes with the NWO. Yeah, that shit was awesome, man. I love that. Yeah, there's there's some uh, additions tend in to the NWO over the years where it's just like, okay, yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. The idea of running one faction across two companies though, that's pretty cool shit. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it's. I've never really watched much of the New Japan NWO stuff. No, neither have I. I don't even know. Can you even get it on New Japan World? Because I know there's a lot of stuff not on New Japan World. I don't know. Maybe on YouTube. Actually, YouTube is probably where you would find it, honestly. But yeah, no. uh, Fake Sting just answers questions with a yes or a no head shake, and then real Sting comes and beats up Fake Sting, and we, uh, we go off the air. (laughs) <laughs> as Eric Bischoff runs away. So that's your go-home show to Slamboree, folks. I'm glad I don't have to watch Slamboree. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, if I were you, I'd feel glad, too, because Slamboree... It's not a bad show. It's 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 actually considered to be a pretty decent show, but when you look at some of the matches, it's like, how? I finished watching it today, and, well, yeah, yeah, there are a few matches on this show that are fucking complete dog shit. But... The ones that, you know, look like they're good, they're good. Yeah. Well, give us a rundown of the card, Travis Fudge. First match would be for the WCW television title. It's Ultimo Ultimo Dragon taking on Steve Regal, who is no longer going by the Lord Steven name. Oh. He's just, he's a a real man's man now. Well, you know, during the inset promo for Ultimo Dragon, he said he was going to become the old badass... 
bare knuckle boxer, street fighter Steve, Steve Regal. So where here's where the drugs start. Yeah, here's here's where I stop remembering life. I'm gonna no sell that new guy in the power plant. And then next up is Medusa taking on Luna Vachon. Then uh, next up we got Rey Mysterio Jr. taking on Yuji Yashiraoka. I've never heard of that guy. I'm not gonna lie. He's in war. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wrestle romance. Yeah. Eh? They uh, bring up that he's tagging with Lance Storm right now. Oh, <laughs> ECW drop, hey? Yeah, and then they mention that Chris Jericho has tagged with Lance Storm in the previous past in, I guess, Smoky Mountain, huh. right? So that was pretty cool. Uh, next up, Mortis taking on Glacier, which is pretty exciting. You know, a little pretty brush yeah. match there of Mortal Kombat characters. Yeah. And then next up for the United States title, we get Dean Blinko taking on Jeff Jarrett. And in a death match, Chris Benoit takes on Ming. <laughs> I'm oddly intrigued. Spoiler alert, neither of them die. Ah, no. yeah. Uh, Ming, Ming, uh, Ming, Ming would ultimately win that battle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he wins the he wins the war. Yeah. Yeah. Did win the battle. Uh, next uh, next up is a tag team match between the Steiner brothers and the Dungeon of Doom. He got himself scene. disqualified, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 oh, fucking hell. In the semi-main event, Reggie White takes on Steve Mongo McMichael. Wow. Yeah. That's got to that's be terrible. It <laughs> is so fucking bad. You thought Mongo and Happy <clears throat> Malenko was bad? Oh, well, Oof. I didn't think it was bad, bad. I thought Mongo was bad in a Dean Malenko match. Yeah, just wait until yeah. Mongo has to wrestle with Reggie White and lead. <laughs> Imagine the match where Mongo has the lead. It's two people that have no <laughs> idea what they're doing. Yeah. And then in the I main event. Oh, God. <laughs> you should. Terrible. I want to well, watch that other match and see who that Japanese dude is. Oh, yeah. Yashiroka. Yashiroka. He's not too bad. He's pretty good. Him and Ray have a decent match. Uh, in the main event, Team WCW, Kevin Green, Ric Flair, and Roddy Piper. Yeah, Kevin Green. <laughs> Kevin WCW. Green. Oh, you got Luger, you got Giant, you got all these other people, and you use Ric Flair, Roddy Piper, and Kevin Green. Yeah. And they take on the NWO. Kevin the Ash. NWO doesn't even have Hogan. No, he's been it's, gone for like two months. He's filming all kinds of movies. Yeah. You're, you're WCW champion. Gone. Yeah. Like, and people complain about fucking Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, and Six is on this team too. Kevin Nash has got all six. Who's cruiserweight champion right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, did he steal that title? Oh yeah, he's a kleptomania. Or did he actually win it? I don't know. I think okay. he won it. I think he actually he won, it. won it this time. Okay, okay. Jim, if you're not aware, Six for a streak of time stole everybody's title. <laughs> everybody's. It was just every week you turn on and six is running away with a different belt. It's like, what the fuck? That's interesting. That would be, you know, that would come to fruition later in life for real. Uh, yeah, I guess. I, right? I mean, when he was a drug addict, I'm sure he was stealing shit. I'm sure, you know, like, I'm sure when when he barged in on that surreal life house back in like 2008, Dude. 2009. Yeah. Oh, that was so <laughs> fucking weird. He was probably stealing shit at that point in time. Not yeah, China's yeah. heart, that's for sure. Maybe her stash, though. Yeah. I remember watching that with my then chick, 
and she had no idea, you know, she kind of knew who China was, but when he showed up, it's like, like, oh, it was just for me as a wrestling fan, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Angle! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking VH1 running pro wrestling angles, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's Slamboree, can't wait to talk about that guy. Can't wait for those two main events, mainly. Holy oh, fuck. Yep. But, uh, Jim, do you have anything you want to say before uh, we head on out of here? Because, surprisingly enough, Travis has to go to work in 30 minutes. (laughs) Well, this is very long. Um, I don't know. (laughs) I got nothing, man. This show, uh, it was, you know, it was whatever. I'm glad it was only an hour. Yeah, uh, I watched it on Sunday, and when I turned it on, I seen, like, 48 minutes or whatever the fuck it was. I was like, holy fuck, this couldn't get any better. I was so happy. Uh, thank you, thank you, dudes, for having me. Oh, thank you for coming on. Thank you for coming on. Let me on. be an idiot on your show. Figured, you know, you got 10 days. We figured we'd let you out of the basement for yeah, one. Yeah, I'm doing podcasts, man. I just did one yesterday with uh, on Smack It Down. I'm doing one tomorrow. Fuck, look at you. What are you doing tomorrow? Uh, TV and film throwbacks with D. Oh, uh, we're going to be doing House D. 2. House, oh, you've been talking about wanting to do House 2 for a long time. I've still yeah. never even seen House One. Free on YouTube. Free. You don't need Part One. Promise Two is its own independent thing. That's how you fucking sell somebody. I want to see this movie. It's free on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> what? It is. It is. It is the most bizarre, cocaine-fueled, insane idea for a movie ever. It's now, the dumbest. It's so fucking. It's its own. It's just its own thing. So now if there's uh, people that don't listen to Suplex City Limits, tell us what House is about, because I've heard you talk about it, but just... I mean, I don't know. The general... I gotta rewatch it again, but the general idea is that this dude, they move into this house, his grandfather is dead, but comes to life, they find this hidden tunnel inside of a wall of the house, and they're in jungles fighting... Tribal people, they have to steal a glowing skull from a pterodactyl. There's fucking a weird, there's like a weird dog caterpillar creature. Dude, it's it's bizarre. I was not expecting that. Yeah, it's it's basically just like everybody on cocaine the whole way through. I think just like yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, hey, cocaine. And then they made this it. movie, and yeah, it's kind of like. Kind of like an Indiana Jones movie, but just even more over the top and just dumb and not good. I don't know why I was expecting a horror. Honestly. Yeah, the first House 1 was a horror movie. House 2 is, I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> Stop the rails. <laughs> Give it a shot sometime. That's Maybe really I will. Cool. Maybe I will. But, uh, I mean, I guess we might as well get the fuck out of here. Uh, you can uh, follow us on Twitter at The Federation. Follow Travis on Twitter. Fudging up three, three, three. And Jim, I suppose you should get all the plugs out that you you want to do. Any, any I plug? Mean, you know, at Suplex City Limit. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna try to pitch anybody. If they listen to this, they know you do that shit. That's they know fair. what we do. That's fair. Yeah, you, know, you can listen to that every weekend on the Suplex City Limits channel, wherever fine yeah. podcasts are found. And uh, you can go on uh, Instagram or Facebook, the Federation Podcast uh, T-shirts at WhatAManeuver.net. Become a member of the Patreon and PayPal. Give us money, you cheap sons of bitches. And keep on rocking Free Roll Dan. 
Suplex! 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 Suplex!